0: Zayn Bikislev Tafshin Pei Aleph, coming to you from the offices of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network.
1: refaenu a refaenu ve
0: continues around the world, so do we continue to open our show with uh, Ariel Zilber and Refa'inu Hashem, may Hashem bring refuah, healing, good health to all. Welcome, welcome one and all into this week's edition of the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten, you're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network, we're here each and every Monday immediately following JM and the AM translates to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Israel Time, and around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time we're on to make a note and don't miss it. But if you do miss it, don't panic. No big deal. You know what? You can listen whenever you want. The Israel Show, like all the other great programming on the Nachum Siegel Network, is available all on demand. Not only that, it's available in two places on demand. It's available on the Nachum Siegel Network app. And it's available at nahumsiegel.com. In both cases, go to the archives, choose the Israel show, choose the show that you'd like, and um, and listen to your heart's content. We're going to spend some time today rejoicing about the news that Jonathan Pollard is finally, 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 actually, totally free. And we'll explain the timeline, how it happened, why it happened now, who was involved. We'll tell you all of that a little later. Plus, who in Israel thinks he should stay in New York, the yak. That is, the person in Israel who said that is a chutzpanyak. Uh, we'll also have two brand new songs, one from Yoni Genut, one from Hanan Ben-Ari. Beautiful, beautiful music. Um, nothing really, not much good comes out of the coronavirus, but some great songs have. And, uh, two more have been added yesterday <coughs> into that. We, um, we're going to have the third part, part three of three. Of the Meir segment on the word Sohar and Zohar and Sohel and all that, all all that uh, construction, we're going to bring that to you as well. Plus lots of great music. Oh oh, and and we're going to share with you the wonderful wonderful uh, thoughts of Christiana Manpour and um, and her so-called apology. Well, hopefully we'll get to all of that. In the next hour, here's Gad Elbaz with a favorite classic, Hashem Melech, on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and you are tuned to the Israel Show. Okay. time of celebration for those of us who have been concerned with the plight of Jonathan Pollard. This past Friday, all restrictions have been removed, and he can leave not only New York City, where he couldn't leave for the past five years, He's no longer limited in any way, and in fact, yes, he is free, free to leave uh, the United States and to go to live the rest of his life in Eretz Israel, which is a dream that he's had for the longest time. How did this happen? Was the Trump administration involved in this? Did Prime Minister Netanyahu try to get the Trump administration involved? And wasn't he released already five years ago? So, so why are we all excited again now? We're going to try and make some uh, order, as they say. We'll try and explain the road to full freedom that Jonathan Pollard has gone through. In 1979, oh my gosh, September of 1979, Jonathan Pollard was hired by NIC which is the Naval Intelligence Command. He worked there and made his way up in the ranks starting in June of 1984. So that's like five years after he started working there. In June of 1984 he started spying for Israel and he continued to do so and supply Israel with amazing amounts of documents and information and intelligence that the Israelis, except for the top echelon of uh, the prime ministers and maybe the head of the Mossad, most people in Israel really had no idea where it was coming from, but they just knew that this was the most amazing thing that they can possibly hope for. This went on until November 21, 1985. November 21, 1985. So basically he was spying for, for Israel from June of 84 till November of 85, less than a year and a half. He was caught. The um, Justice Department was uh, preparing the trial, the prosecution, and in May of 86, as they're preparing for the trial, he makes a plea bargain agreement with the prosecution. Now, the plea bargain agreement is that he should not get life in prison. What happens at the sentencing? the prosecutor, who complies, he keeps to the agreement, recommended that Pollard receive only a substantial number of years in prison. Substantial number, doesn't say specifically, but clearly is not saying life in prison. But, but, here's the thing, the judge is not obligated to follow the recommendation. That means you make you make a deal with the prosecutor, and the prosecutor then goes and recommends based on the deal that you made. But there's no guarantee. Wow, that's a crazy deal, because the judge can then do whatever he wants. He can ignore the deal, and he did. And so the judge was swayed by a classified damage assessment, which was submitted by Secretary of Defense Casper Weinberger, who is not a big friend of ours. A damage assessment is a report that says, "Look how much! Look at all the terrible things that have befallen the United States intelligence network because of the work that uh, uh, of Jonathan Pollard against us." And the judge was persuaded and imposed a life sentence on Jonathan Pollard. So now the next question is: If he had a life sentence he's still alive. How is he out? Turns out that nothing is what it seems. The law at the time required, it mandated, it actually required that a federal inmate, prisoner, who was serving a life sentence be paroled after 30 years. So so a life sentence is 30 years. That's what it turned out, which is a lot. I'm not belittling it, but it's. It, I always found it funny that the law required that he be released after 30 years, and that was considered a life sentence. Anyway, the only reason not to have released him would have been if if he had violated any prison regulations and so forth, or if there was a reasonable probability that he would repeat his offense. And so, on November 20th, 2015 five years ago he was released from prison as part of this parole but when you're on parole you are very very limited in what you can do in fact he lived in new york he had a bracelet an electronic bracelet which the government was able to see where he was he was not allowed to leave new york he was not allowed to be outside of his apartment after 7 pm can you imagine that restriction a lot of restrictions on the work that he was able to do, he was not allowed to talk to the press, and he was not allowed, as we say, to leave the vicinity of New York, which uh, meant also that he couldn't leave the country and could make Aliyah what he wanted to do. I will share with you a personal recollection. I had the opportunity many years ago, as a result of the activities, the political activities, the political action of Noach Dir Zichrono Livracha, to meet with President Clinton for a short time, together with other people, and with at a later meeting with uh, Vice President Al, Al Gore, and in both cases, I brought up the plea of humanitarian release or commutation of sentence for um, for Jonathan Pollard. Of course, that didn't help, but um, I I uh, I feel very good about the fact that I was able to do it. But I was nothing compared to the people that were that were asking for this over the years from Prime Minister Netanyahu and down and it just fell on deaf ears. So what happened now? The term of the parole that began on november twenty, twenty fifteen, is five years. Two things can happen. After the five years, there can be a decision that says we're going to extend your limitations for another five years, or You're free to go. That's it. Your parole is over. You behaved properly, and you're free to go. And that's what happened on Friday, November the 20th, 2020, exactly five years after his release from prison. He came before the board, and he was advised that they're not going to uh, extend his parole. He is free to go. That is a good reason for celebration. Now the question is... Is he just getting up now and going to Israel? The answer is that his wife, it seems, not it seems, his wife is sick. Uh, she's undergoing chemotherapy and uh, they need to arrange for the chemotherapy to continue here for a period of time and then later in Israel before they actually leave and, and go to Israel. I am sure that in Israel there will be a tremendous celebration. And I am sure that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu will uh, be there to welcome him. Unfortunately, there are not many, but at least one other voice coming out of Israel. He never... He's the gift that keeps on giving. Former Prime Minister Ehud Olmert, a corrupt man, period, who sat in prison because of his corruption, who, who got away with... Even more corruption and more years in prison, only because he had a faithful chief of staff that knew everything and kept quiet and took the really took the uh, brunt of uh, of the accusations for him and at the end, he, in his um, arrogance, let it come out that he looked down upon her, and that's when she had enough, and she pulled out dozens of recordings of meetings that she had, and she recorded secretly, which could have gotten him many more years in prison, but the years that it got, it got. So this Ehud Olmert has the chutzpah to continually appear in public because the media in their chutzpah continue to consider him a voice that should be considered in the public debate, and the reason the media does that is because he will speak against Netanyahu and they hate Netanyahu. And when we come back from this musical break, we will play for you Ehud Olmert speaking yesterday, and you, you will be shocked to hear what he says both about Jonathan Pollard and about Prime Minister Netanyahu. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Champo
2: Champo Repono cielo la mi mente de Gloria לפעמים אין לי כוח בעולם חליאת אני מפניך אסתת מה אתן, מה את תדע,
1: מה הדבר ורחום חם בעצבות ביוש המחרסם כתולן השמחה נסתלקה ממני
2: וגם הדת כלות מעבר לא חשים לי לצע אבל אני מושג בחושך לחתר ושואן
1: זה כנוקסים שולח בחיצים אני הולך וקושל הוא הולך ומועצים נשמה כתושל לא תפגיש
2: ורד קלו אין תהיתי עליי כמה הייתי נכזר כשסודות מעבר פקדו <עצור> I'm not emotional. I'm I'm going to go to the I'm
3: going to i the
0: Lyrics, music, and part of the singing by Shuli Rand, and the other part is by Yishai Ribo at one of the uh, concerts that he did a few years back. And this comes off of the album Bamaka Halve Ahava, the third CD in that set. My name is Mayor Wangarten. and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. As we mentioned to you before the musical interlude, the disgrace, whose name is Ehud Olmert, decided um, that it would be appropriate for him to comment now on the Pollard situation. You won't believe what he said. You really won't believe it.
1: America a New, new York. New York. Ehud says, America's in a unique situation now. There is a
0: unique president. All the norms are out the window. So that's why he ended up uh, getting the parole ended and he's going free. I'm very happy for Pollard that he has freedom in New York and the kicker and he should stay in New York after 35 years 30 years in prison much of it in solitary confinement five years in very restrictive parole A former Prime Minister of the State of Israel says about Jonathan Pollard, he should stay in New York, he should not come to Israel. Why? Because it will intensify the damage that this affair has done to us. Here's another gem from that same interview with uh, E.O. Olmert, in which he says, we don't owe him anything. We don't owe him a thing. He was a spy. He got paid. He got paid very well. He repeats that four times, that he got paid, got paid very well says a man who sat in prison because he took bribes i guess he also got paid very well and um but he did uh and he he brought some positive things to us he minimizes that so nicely but uh but at the end of the day it wasn't worth it because of the damage that was done to the relationship with the united states so we don't owe him anything let him stay in new york אני מעדיף שעם כל הכבוד הוא
1: יעלה לארץ, אנחנו לא חייבים לו כלום. סליחה. הוא היה מרגל של מדינת ישראל. עשינו מה שיכולנו כדי לדאוג לו כשהוא נתפס. הוא עבד תמורת כסף, בהרבה מאוד כסף. הוא לא היה איזה שהוא ציוני שבא ויקריב את חייו. הוא לא אף אחד מהלוחמים של מדינת ישראל שעבדו בשדה הקרב של עם ישראל למעננו. הוא היה אמריקאי, אוהב ישראל
0: what can I say? I consider him, Omert, that is, was a very capable person, but he was very corrupt. And his behavior, since he's been released from prison, has really been despicable. And it's sad. It's sad to see somebody who has so much potential sink to this level that he has sunk to. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. But in front of the world to say, Jonathan Pollard, don't come to Israel. Stay in New York. We owe you nothing. You got paid. We paid you well. It's just, it's 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 disgusting. It's my personal opinion. Yoni Gennett released a brand new song yesterday. Od Yishama Koli. Take off on Od Yishama Bare Yehuda, I guess. Yet to be heard the sounds of joy that we say about uh, the Chatan and Kala. Here, I assume that he's, he's talking about the sound of... Of quiet of the corona, the muted sounds of the Tfilot of the city. Odi Koli Besheket, my voice will be heard quietly, Bechol Chutzotahir, throughout the city. Odi may it be heard. Odi my voice will be heard with emotion, Bechol Tefilladaka, in a quiet, still prayer. Lecha Ani I will cry out to you, God. Mitahomot libi, from the depths of my heart, ashir l'chashirim. I will sing songs to you, haneshama tahallel ya. And then the voice goes from sorrow and sadness into a cry, and then odi shama koli beregash mitoch and of great joy, I will pray, I will call out to you. Brand new, Yoni Genut, debuting here. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
2: אודי שמה קולי בשקט בשקט בכל חוץ צור היר אודי שמה אודי שמה קולי בכל תפילה דקה לך אני Mite homot libi ashir lecha shirim, ashir lecha shirim, anishama te halelia. Mite homot libi ashir lecha shirim, ashir lecha shirim, anishama. Te aleliah really
0: Me'ir Milim segment, we shed light on a word or a phrase in the Hebrew language. Me'ir Milim is inspired by the Galitzah radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor and informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb. This is the third and last installment in the current series. First, a quick review. We started with the Pasuk Ve'asavta Deganecha Tirosh Yitzharecha, three basic commodities which God promises to grant in abundance, Dagan, wheat for bread, Tirosh, wine, and Yitzhar oil. Why is oil called Yitzhar? We looked at other related words, words with the same three basic letters, Tzadi, Hey, Resh, and saw that they are all somehow related to light. Tsohar a window, Tzahorayim, noontime, and Yitzhar, oil, a window lets light in. Noontime is when the sun is brightest, and oil has two connections. In ancient times, the most popular way of lighting up a room was by sticking a wick into oil and setting it on fire. And fresh oil has a bright yellow color, reminding us of the sunshine. And, as if that wasn't enough, we show that in Hebrew, the letters Tzadi and Zion interchange because of the similar way they are formed in our mouth, leading us from Tzadi Heiresh, Sohar to zayin heyresh, zohar, zohar, which means glowing or shining. Zohar, like zohar, relates to light. But, wait, there's more. We then added the connection to the Hebrew word Mazhir, nizhar, azhara, hizahar, which means caution and warning, but originating from the concept that an azhara, a warning, is at the core when you instruct and illuminate the way showing the light of right and wrong. Zohar, and Zohar, and hi all related to light. And now, in our final installment, we add one more twist. I thank Rabbi Daniel Owenstein for calling this to my attention. We explained that Sadi and Zayin interchange because of the similar way they're formed in our mouth. Another pair of interchanging letters are the Lamid and the Resh, because both sounds are made by the tongue hitting the roof of the mouth. Some examples... Sharsheret is a chain, and so is Shal shelet Reish and Lamed interchange. Lihigamel is to wean off. In modern Hebrew, we can talk about Gmila from smoking. In Tanakh, it's often used to describe when a child stops nursing. Vayigdal Hayeled, vayigamal, vaya as Avraham gadol biyom higamel et Yitzchak. The child Yitzchak grew up and was. Weaned. The day he stopped nursing, Gamal, if we switch the, the Lamid with a Reish, we get Gamar, which has a similar meaning to complete, to conclude. The name of the Babylonian king who destroyed the first Betamigdash is sometimes referred to as Nevuchad Netzar and sometimes as Nevuchad Retzar. So now let's go back to our word Zohar and switch the Reish to a Lamid. We get Sohel. What does Sohel mean, and does it also connect to light? In the Perik that we know as bar we read about some basic needs that God provides for us in nature. V'yayin yisamach levav enosh, Lehatzhil panim mishamen, velechem levav enosh yisad. Lehatzhil panim mishamen, means that God gives us oil, Shemen, that makes the face shine, Hatzhil, Tzadi hei here means the same as Tzadi hei and Zionhe hei to light up, to glow, to shine. And isn't it cool that here the Pasuk is referring specifically to oil that makes the face shine, connecting Yitzhar and Tzohel. In fact, this Pasuk refers to the same three things we started with. Dagan, Lechem, Tirosh, Yayin, Yitzhar, Shemen, and yes, there's one more step. At the end of the Purim story, Shoshanat Yaakov, the people of Israel rejoiced, Tsahala v'Samecha. Sameach and Sohel are the same. As we saw, Sohel means light up in English. When we say that someone's face is all lit up, that he's glowing, it means you're happy, excited. When your face is shining, hell, you're in a state of tzaholah. Tzaholah virina lezecher malchuto. I'm happy to sum it all up. Yitzhar, oil, as tsohar and soharayim relate to light as is Zohar, and Zohar, radiant, and Nizhar, cautioning, by shedding light on the correct path, and Sohel, Sahala, shining, lit up, in the sense of happy and rejoicing. And that's this week's Meir Milim segment. I'm Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Hanan Ben-Ari released a brand new song yesterday. Ani Palel al hayiladim sheli, I pray. For my children. They shouldn't inherit inherit my emotional baggage. She They should hug, they should embrace each other. Amen. Tamid. They should always be healthy. I'm always afraid, he says. Ani Otshavuiba I am captive of my fears. And he lost Bik Lahagia. I won't get there in time. Lishmor, to watch over them, Lahatsiel, to to save them, Lahushia, Lispogim Kumam Takalia, to take the bullet for them. Oy Kamahalev Hupagia, how my heart is it is is um Vulnerable, oh, how my heart is so vulnerable. I want to be there for them. B'diuk kemoshi iftachti, just as I have always promised. Lashevet b'sofor shel yom, la'date hitzlachti, to sit at the end of the day and know that I was successful. Benatayim in the meantime, Sofernitz nitzchonot I count the small victories. Mapsut shlobarachti. I am proud of myself or happy with myself that I didn't run away. La sherutim or la to the bathroom or to the computer. Pashut atzarti vihikshavti. I stopped and I listened. La al Stories about birds. La marchevot about their thoughts. Let's see you about their their uh, artwork. To the dreams that one day they will fulfill. The princesses, the heroes, with the closed eyes, there is an ocean filled with secrets that the kids have that are there if you listen carefully. (inaudible) Mitpalel al hayiladim sheli. Amen al hayiladim. Chanan ben Ari. Brand new music. Debuting here. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Segal Network.
4: זה לא נתפס שאני אבא מקיץ מן הילדות אל המציאות שאני חי בה זוכר איך אחרי שלושה נגמר האוויר אמרתי חכי, אמרתי תראה הם קצת תגדלו ותבין פתאום הם שישה עוד רגע שבעה וכמה שהם מדהימים אבל הלחץ גדל, בנל, ומגדל, and how much fun it was, even on Shabbatot and holidays. At the end
5: of the year, after years, I'm
4: שambi שווילם בידיו כמו שיב תחתי לשבת בסופו של יום לadar that sheit סופר ניצחונות קטנים אפסות שלא בראhti לשרוטים ולא מחשב פשוט הצערתי ויקשבתי <אז> לסיפורים על סיפורים למחשבות לציורים לחלוםות שיום אחד יאכשימו. לגיבורים, לנסיכות, עם העיניים השותקות יש יום סודות, אם באמת תקשיבו מתפלל על הילדים שלי שלא ירשו את הסריטות שלי שיחבקו אחד את השני אמן שהיו בריאים תמיד Amen. So fema tsa dumeria, gambate hongamba rakia, uzaveta kol megiya.
0: Aktechakku echad ta sheni.
4: Amen sheti ubrim tamit.
0: Most of our listeners are familiar with the name Christiane Amanpour, mostly seen on CNN. And you've probably heard that she made a horrific statement last week. And then, well, she made it twice. She made it once on CNN and once on PBS, and then apologized. So I want to share with you what she said, and then we'll take a look At her apology. This week, 82 years ago, Kristallnacht happened. It was the Nazis' warning shot across the bow of our human civilization that led to genocide against a whole identity. And in that tower of burning books, it led to an attack on fact, knowledge, history, and truth. After four years of a modern-day assault on those same values by Donald Trump, the Biden-Harris team pledges a return to norms, including the truth. Bottom line is this. Christian Amanpour said Donald Trump is Hitler. And thank God that we now have the Biden-Harris team because they pledged to return to normal. Her apology, her mealy-mouthed apology, listen to this. Last week, she, she says, I observed the 82nd anniversary of Kristallnacht, as I often do. It is the event, she continues, that began the horrors of the Holocaust. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. There was tremendous anti-Jewish activity in Nazi Germany before Kristallnacht. But okay. I also noted, she says, President Trump's attack on history, facts, knowledge, and truth I should not have juxtaposed the two thoughts. Hitler and his evils stand alone, of course. I regret any pain my statement may have caused. She uses such a, such a nice word. I should not have juxtaposed the two thoughts. She didn't juxtapose nothing. She compared Trump to Hitler. Say it out. If you're going to apologize, apologize for what you did. And then she, of course, this is such a typical wording of mealy mouth apologies these days. I regret any pain my statement may have caused. Oh, she regrets the pain her statement may have caused. Maybe it didn't cause any pain. Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe you say Hitler is like Trump and it doesn't cause any pain. Here is my takeaway from this whole thing. We have to stop. We just... Everybody has to stop using the Holocaust as an example, as a metaphor to anything, because it is not. Because what happened during the Holocaust was a once-in-the-history-of-the-world event. And there's nothing, no evil that could compare to it. It makes my stomach turn when I even have to say those words. And this happens in Israel, too. And it happens in many places in Israel. It happens in the Haredi community when the police try to break up riots or protests and you have these kids screaming at the Israeli Jewish policeman Nazi. Just last week one of the leaders of the anti-Netanyahu protest movement in Israel, his name is Sadi Ben Shitrit, got up and I, I have the clip. I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to tell you what he said. In the 1930s, there was a dictator in Germany who oppressed the Jews. He behaved just like you, he's saying to Prime Minister Netanyahu. Hitler behaved just like you. He divided, incited, and destroyed. He erased the parliament, destroyed the courts, and terrorized the judges. And he basically said, Netanyahu is doing the same thing. It's beyond comprehension. Now, this is not some rabble -rabble. This is one of the leadership of that movement, which they call Crime Minister. He was reading it off a written page that he prepared, so it wasn't something that just, oh, by mistake he said it, or in a moment of anger. He was holding the bullhorn. He was given the ability by the, by the um, protest organizers to speak. And yes, he was condemned and, da, 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 and blah, blah, blah. He didn't apologize. In fact, some other leaders of the crime minister group agreed with him. Many called on him to apologize, but some actually say, no, I agree with him. What is wrong with us? Mela, she, Christian Amanpur says it. How could the Jewish people say it? How could Jews that believe in Torah say it? How could Jews that believe in hist- in, in knowledge of history say it? I, I, stop. Why can't we stop?
6: So I I am The challenge, the sin that you had, that you gave, Not
0: My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network for a few more minutes. We're going to end off the show with a uh, new take on this very famous song, which is very appropriate for the time of the virus of Corona, because it talks about Peset. And we know how the Mir Peset in Israel, the terrace, has become such an important uh, place. We have Minyanim on the terrace. We have Sudo on the terrace. Uh, and this version of bashanah HaBa'ah, unlike the original, which is very joyous and, and upbeat, this is slow and a little heartfelt, somber, dvekistic. So it's, it, I think it's more appropriate and it, it, it will... Uh, help us um, end the show on the uh, in the proper spirit. We always try to do that. But, as we like to say before that, we say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. This week especially, my thanks to Avrami, It has just been amazing, amazing. We've been having some technical difficulties over the past few weeks, and Avrami has been a lifesaver. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollack with After Further Review, and Novak Now with Jake Novak, and then the Great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following J.M. in the A.M., this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. Oh no, they're just running in a different race.
1: Passionate. Ba e seע la Venispo pese venis po ti pori non dedot jelha di derosha je saout o fese benaba leve nas dot Oh, see, oh, see how good אבים אדומים יבשילו עד הערב ויוגשו צוננים לשולחן ורוחות רדומי יישו אל הם הדרך עיתונים ישנים Oh, you oh, will see how good it will be In the, year, the Oh,
5: oh you